I'm Lyman. Steve. Just Steve. No Steve's here or nope. how you going, mate, or nothing. Nope. Just Steve. I've got no more energy left. Third, third day of E3. So, third day E3. All about Nintendo, only about Nintendo. What number of podcasts are we up to? You go 4C and I go 6. So, it actually is episode 6. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Um, so, we'll start with Nintendo. Why do you so thank the ha- guys for joining us and not me? Oh, because I've seen you three days in a row. <laughs> you don't know how many hours it takes me to film this podcast, to do all the editing, just, and I keep listening to your voice. Like, you only have to listen to my voice for about an hour, maybe an hour and a half if we're talking crap. But I have to listen to it for another four hours after that. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome again. All right. So let's start off with Nintendo. So what's going on with Nintendo? I know you said you wanted to start off with Nintendo, but I wanted to throw you a curveball and start off with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've had a day for everyone to settle down, and the internet <laughs> is... There's some people out there who are better than me. They have watched that film clip frame by frame staring at bangles on Aerith when she grabs Cloud's hand just oh looking at still after still in 4k quality I I'm not doing that (laughs) what time did we finish these podcasts what time do we get them out so I have to say sorry guys for I am not here for, oh my lord almighty. <laughs> We've got a guest, a special unannounced guest. Yeah, she's a bit smarter than you too. <laughs> Go PlayStation, she just said. <laughs> Go PlayStation. No, but, uh, clearly a professional podcast now. We are experienced podcast makers and then we still have the dog come in. I'm, you know what I'm actually waiting for, right? I won't actually mention it, but I am waiting for something, and I know it will happen, and we'll just keep going. So keep going about your little Final Fantasy, because we're we're talking about all Nintendo today, and I've said... Well, Nintendo, this is the split. Nintendo lost Final Fantasy back in the day, and they're losing me right now, because I have to talk. Look, the thing that I, I touched on the episodic last night, it went oh a little bonkers on our page today. Oh, that was you. I freaking <laughs> oh, you prick. Oh, God damn it. I don't know how many times, guys, I have to tell him to turn his bloody phone on silent. You think you learned. Like, that's six. Uh, I was why your freaking ugly mug was smiling so much with the camera. <laughs> What's he freaking up to? He's never this interested in Final Fantasy rants. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But, yeah, this episodic, I have to quickly touch on it. They have given a bit more information about Game 1. They originally, to get out of Midgar, it's actually, it seems like it's gone back. When they first talked about episodic, they really said about mid, like what the discs were in the game is what it's going to be. Then they realized, hang on, for us to build a 20 hour to 40 hour game out of just Midgar, that's 
probably far too much. So we'll extend it out to Cosmo Canyon. And then the second episode will be Cosmo Canyon to wherever. Like, you just go and pick it. Golden Saucer, whatever you just want to say. And then from there onwards, will it be the third disc? That was what they were saying was going to happen. And then they changed it. Now they've turned around and said, actually a bit more background detail on that sorry guys the original plan was they gave some to an outside contracting company an outside studio and said you guys can build this stuff you guys can build the certain open bits of the world certain bits of the towns we'll deal with all the the full-on details but then when they announced it at e3 2015 and and everyone went bonkers squares their um, shares went through the roof all that kind of stuff they realized hang on we have to make sure this game it, it, it's gonna save us like we're back in the red a little bit at that stage they pulled far too much money in final fantasy at that stage i think it might have even been 13 versus final fantasy 14 they had to shut down and remake it all over again so they were they were in the red so they had to really pull a feather out of a hat for this one so they sacked that external studio and they brought it all back in-house and that's why it's been such a big delay now they've turned around and said first episode is going to be mid midgar going to escape midgar probably get to calm where you get your first chocobo mount and that's it everyone's like oh that's bull beep and beep and there there was a fair few profanities and everyone was very upset about it until Square actually turned around and said the first episode will require two Blu-ray discs to fully capture it. That's the size of Red Dead Redemption that just came out. That's a big game. So everyone is saying it's a bit of a money grab and all this kind of stuff. I'm sticking to what I said last night it's square we're talking about it's not ea there are a little couple of things that they've done that i'm like oh that's a little concerning they were, there's a dlc already for chocobo materia and stuff like that that gets me nervous because i'm like hang on what's happening there in the original game you just had to scratch a chocobo's neck a couple of times or whatever it was and you had to walk at it and, and that was it it would give you um your stuff there is other bits and pieces that they've admitted like you have to get yuffie i call her yuffie everyone reckons it's yuffie it's pronounced you have to get vincent um so there is a couple of little changes to it now than what it used to be but two blu-ray discs for midgar it used to take i'm actually i'm gonna play it i'm gonna do a playthrough of the ps4 Yep, there you go. Lock it in. I'm doing that. It used to take five to six hours to get out of Midgar in the original game. Now, what, two Blu-ray discs? Jesus, that... Let's just say crazy you're punching through it 20 hours. That you've got to be punching to get through two Blu-ray discs in 20 hours. So that, for me... That's already four times the original disc that came out so if that's what it's going to be if they're going to release two blu-ray discs worth of data every episode i'm i'm not upset the only reason why i'm a little upset is i want to buy a box set 
of Final Fantasy VII Remake when it's finished. Like Final Fantasy XV, because they released all the um, different DLCs, you can buy the Ultimate Edition now and it's got absolutely everything involved. That's what I want with Final Fantasy VII. So I hope the time frames in between releases aren't too great, but I'll accept what I get. Now, one last thing. Yesterday, I I said when I was describing the ATB acronym, I can't remember what I said. I said I think I said a- active time base or something like that. I meant active time battle. It means like I strike five seconds or ten seconds later, I get to strike again. The enemy he strikes ten seconds later, he strikes again. When you actually set it to active, there are different options. You can set it to pause, and they can't attack until you attack. That's a very boring kind of concept. I like having it as an actual active um, one, so you can't just sit there and think too much. But um, that's what I meant by ATB. That's back now. Um, you can block. They have changed limit attacks uh, by the looks of it. Cloud's original limit break isn't what it used to be. It actually goes to a second one, which was cross-slash by memory. That's the one you see on the screen. He shouldn't have cross-slash by that Scorpion boss. That's what makes me think they've changed it. But, yeah, it could all be here. So we've still got a year to go until release. So, well, a little bit less than a year, but a lot of things have changed and Square did change a lot of stuff with the demo of Final Fantasy XV to um, main release. So uh, they even had episode Duske and then the demo or demo Duske and then main release. So yeah, don't think what you saw yesterday is set in stone when it comes to Square Enix. All right. So I'm, I'm not a fan with Final Fantasy. I've never played any of the games. The only thing I've really seen about it is the latest E3, um, the screen capture of the gameplay it looks good all i keep thinking about is they promised it in what year was it 2015 2015. yeah so 2015 that's four years ago they announced they were working on it so i think what you said yesterday regarding the ps5 i reckon they will put it only on the ps5 what do you think i don't reckon it'll come out well before but i just think like Everyone says, oh, but they would have gone hand in hand. Sony wasn't at E3 yesterday or today or the day before. So Sony would not allow Square to announce PS5. It's that simple. So they would have signed NDAs. They would be running tight on it. No ifs, buts, or maybes. So I reckon a lot of these games that they're saying PS4, Stadia, and PC will very simply just get a little PS5 symbol put at the bottom of it when it gets closer, and maybe even the Scarlet, depending on when Scarlet comes. I haven't seen much in the last three days that are exclusives for Microsoft that would force a Scarlet to come out early. Square Enix. Yeah, I've actually noticed that with um, with Scar- with Microsoft. Sorry, they haven't got very many exclusives coming out because a lot of the other consoles are grabbing the same games. Whereas, yes. yep. in the past, it was an exclusive. Sony has really been buying the exclusives as of late, and I think that is why they're winning the console battle solely like the Horizon Zero Dawn, the God of War and the Spider-Man, them three went absolutely bonkers. Like, And they were all exclusives they got, they bought for them. 
Days Gone, probably their biggest exclusive flop they've done. I definitely think Square are missing the mark by not releasing this as a timed exclusive or as a minimum or a blatant exclusive as a preferred for a PlayStation 5. I could, like, you've got a brand new console just on the cusp of it. If it comes out, I truly don't reckon PS5 will come out next year. If that's the case, like you okay. would not, you would not release a game that is going to save a multi-billion-dollar company from bankruptcy only a couple of months before your biggest partnership releases a new console. That's the way I look at it. So it's either Sony comes forward and meets them, or I do not reckon they will have delays in this game. It's finally now about the Nintendo. <laughs> so what they're coming out with, added two new Smash DLC characters. Again, you'll have to pay for them. I don't know if I really like that you have to pay for them, but they're coming in, sorry, in December 2019. they even Dragon Quest characters. We discussed Dragon Quest yesterday. <laughs> yep. So, yep. yeah. No one was as excited for the Dragon Quest characters as they were for Banjo-Kazooie. I know, the Banjo-Kazooie. I was going to mention that. You didn't let me have build suspense for Banjo. Nah, stole your thunder. <laughs> That's good, too. What else? Dragon Quest... Yep, Dragon yeah, Quest Eleven. That's uh, that, for the Switch, that one. Released in September after that, uh, 27. Have you played Dragon Quest? Have I played Dragon Quest? Yeah. Yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven was actually pretty good, so I liked it. They don't do as well over in the West as they do in the East, so they really... It is a game they'll release one at a time. So depending on how good 11 does is whether they'll release at number 12 in the West and number 13 in the West. So they still do do well over in Japan, especially okay. being from the Enix side of things. They were pretty big over there. Okay. I was actually happy. Um, Luigi's Mansion number three. Yes, I um, got this one surprisingly sent through to me actually on the page um oh no it was a personal facebook message just one of my friends saying have a look at this one because uh, i was at work so i didn't get to watch the uh, all of the e3 i was like ah oh, yeah that's all right looks um yeah it i don't know he's got the vacuum He's got, He's the, got vacuum. the vacuum. He's sucking up ghosts. Like, <laughs> is it going to be one that I put more than five hours in? Don't know. But I'll probably get it. I'll get it to play it just to say that I've played it. It's um, probably yeah, one look, that I'll okay. fire up with the kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Unless I'm scared of ghosts, then you'll be in trouble. Ooh. Chris. All right. What about Trials of Manor? The remake. That's, that's Psych a... and... Den Shi Tzu. Wow, Setsu, yeah. Den Shitsu. You know, I was trying to go back to my Japanese days, learning Japanese in school, and I was trying to sand out the hiragana, and that didn't really work, but anyway. So Trials of Manor, 2020 for the Switch. What do you reckon? No, I'm excited for that. Trials of Manor yeah. is a good, it's a good time. Uh, any of that them games, I really rate for the switch like uh, there are some games that i've bought on the ps4 remakes or remasters sorry and i'm like oh it, it, because it's the older polygon kind of game and stuff like that it it just looks funny like they can remaster it as much as they want but 
the Switch has a powerful enough engine to run them games where it looks nice, you get the nostalgic feel, and then I'm portable. I don't have to have the PlayStation on for it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely a game that I'll be getting on the Switch, that's for certain. Fire Emblem. Oh. Three Houses, story trailer released. The main reasons why I bought a Nintendo Switch. At the time, they had a different Fire Emblem game releasing, and that was the one that I talked about on one of the first podcasts where I bought it and I returned it to EB Games because I didn't like it. It was the Dynasty Warriors type. I I got it confused uh, with their normal type. This is Fire Emblem's first mainstream release on the switch oh like going back to the tactical um kind of gameplay and i am pumped for this this it is awesome awesome 1080p graphics but still the fire emblem at heart and yeah definitely looking forward to this one what about the zombies the zombies are back mate two more resident evil games are coming to the switch so Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6. They're just the ports, aren't they? I don't know. I didn't play yeah, them. Yeah, they are ports, yeah. Resident Evil 7 was the most recent one, but from my understanding it had six hours or something was the storyline. They actually did a release of Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that actually. Mm. And if if this is going to be anything like that, They'll actually be both really good games. Yeah. You know, I wasn't really a fan of 5 and 6 in the past, but seeing it with the revamped and the re-sort of structuring of the game, if it's like that, it's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. Like, I'm, yeah, I'll keep an eye out on it, but it's not one that I'm going to pre-order or anything like that, that's for certain. Contra, a game for announced for Nintendo Switch as well. Yep. So Contra franchise returns this year with a new Nintendo Switch game called Contra Rogue Corps. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That's a cool little. Um, if Third it's person the, yeah, if it's the behind the Charlotte, Charlotte title. No, no, I I didn't think it was. I thought it was the one where it's like the side. Wasn't Contra back in the day the. Oh, like a side scroller, and um, oh, what were Metal Slug and stuff like that? I thought it was like that one back in the day. Well, it, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong name. Yeah, no, you definitely are. It doesn't look like a side scroller. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, they didn't do a lot of actually gameplay on it on the release, but they just did a lot of cinematics, which was. But the one thing I actually want to mention about Nintendo's uh, E3 Direct. Like, thank God they actually listened to their fans and actually showed a lot more gameplay footage compared to the other ones. Like, I was just looking at it, and I'm like, wow. Like, they've actually gone to the effort and actually got some gameplay for some games that are coming up to show their version of, like, E3 that they just do at the same time. I was quite impressed, anyway, over the whole Nintendo experience. You've also got the Contra Anniversary Collection alongside that announcement. Um... What about the new Ultimate Alliance 3 trailer? That is... I don't know. I want to re-watch that one. I'm a, I'm upset it's not coming to PS4. My understanding is it's only a Switch exclusive. That game has the potential to look good and be 
great on the PlayStation, obviously not the Xbox. It's too poor of a console. But um, on the PlayStation, it would look good. <laughs> I just, you know what? I actually zoned out when you started talking there, and then I heard box at the end. I'm like, hey, I just bagged me out. I need to listen. <laughs> now, there was quite a bit of gameplay with it. Um, Thanos was in it, so all the other characters. It's really hard for them. I think we discussed the other night about doing a superhero game. Yes. Uh, to see if they get the scalings and that right with the people. But, yeah, it would be good to see. Okay, so because you're so energetic, uh, are you going to the Olympics? I am not going to the Olympics. What about Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games trailer? You know, the funny thing is I used to love them games growing up. Like California games, summer games, the winter games. Yeah. Like, remember them? Like, they were, they were some. Like, California games is still one of my deepest nostalgia moments. Like, the hacky sack and the, um, <laughs> was it the rollerblades down the street, the surfing? Like, I, there was one that I didn't like. I think there was, um, hang on, I didn't there like was... the last one when you're going down the hill and you do the tricks. Yeah, maybe that's I can't remember, but no, that so I don't know. This is once again on the switch. Pull out four controllers, boom, get the kids going. Yeah, no, it actually looked pretty good. Spyro's coming, the trilogy is coming to Switch. I, I was never a fan of Spyro. Like I know a lot of people love it. So Spyro, not really. Uh but yeah, that's coming to the Switch as well. It was sort of it was supposed to be Oh, I'm not supposed to be, but it was sort of like the Crash Bandicoot killer. I must admit, I played Crash Bandicoot a hell of a lot more than Spyro. I was more Crash Bandicoot. The next one, like, I'm telling you I'm a, I'm a Zelda fan. I really am a Zelda fan. But Nintendo's Candence, Candence of Hyrule releases on Switch. Ca- Cadence of Hyrule? Yeah. Yeah, Cadence, Candence, Cadence, whatever. It, man, why are they hopping everywhere? <laughs> 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 Seriously, like if they if they were going to make a game like that, oh, look, it looks visually fine. But then to move squares, you hop, and it just looks shocking. Like they, and it's not just you hopping; it's everybody. It's all the monsters. So it looks like a link to the past. It looks shocking. Yeah, so I, I will get it because it is a Zelda game. Okay, whether I like it or not. Probably not. <laughs> I'll give it a go, but yeah, no, no, no jumping for me, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I know it's. Ew. I don't know. That comes out tomorrow, by the way. Are they <laughs> making the switch to the new Atari Twenty Six Hundred, where they're just letting anything happen on it, or are they gonna? That was obviously one or two podcasts, or oh, probably more than that, because we've done one or two this week already. Um, we I mocked James for liking the Wii and it having fifteen hundred games on its library and everything like that. It starts to get to the point where it's like, when when do you pick? quantity over quality or quality over quantity you know what i mean i'm like oh yeah especially with these main named games go right ahead and make others but leave the zeldas the final fantasies the dragon ball z's like leave all them that have like their pure nostalgia to us and they ring deep in our hearts leave them alone make them the the full triple a rated they've got the proper works done to them like as i said it looks like a really good game like it looks yeah all yeah. the colors look great the characters look great even the enemies look great and then 
to move that jumping. I'm like, maybe, maybe I've never even heard of these curators. Yeah, heard maybe of, it's um, something we'll get used to. Maybe. Crypt Have of, you heard of the um, Crypt of the Necromancer? Or Necro Dancer, sorry. That was one of the games they made. I can't yeah. remember the actual name of the creator, but yeah, I don't know. I'll wait and see. I'll wait and see. Hopefully there's a demo on the Switch and I can play it. Oh, let's let's face it, I'll probably buy it anyway because it's Zelda. It's a Zelda. <laughs> no, nah, that's it. I'm in the same boat. I've got to keep my Zelda collection going. But yeah, it's like the, it's, it's completely different gameplay. And I just thought, hey, this is a good way to get some extra cash. Bang, let's put Zelda and Link in the game and try and sell it. But yeah, not a fan. Um, Alien Isolation is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now, this game I actually didn't like when it came out. Originally, I because you got to sneak around. Yeah, it's yeah. like an Assassin's Creed, basically, but for the actual alien main story. Like yeah, I, I like watching it, like watching my brother play it for ten minutes and then walking off. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, it wasn't something that I sat down, turned the computer on, and played it. Uh, maybe I should have given it a better go, or maybe I shouldn't be so scared of the dark, but. Yeah. <laughs> You see that thing smiling at you. But that's the oh. You couldn't even pick up a gun or anything. No. Like, no. as soon as the alien sees you, bang, you're done. Yes. You're like, oh. Yeah, no, not for me. I'll, I'll just go back and watch the movies. I don't mind the movies, but the game. Yes. Okay. All right. So Steve's favorite game for the year is Animal Crossing. But guess what? It has been delayed. <laughs> it's not my favorite game of the year. I can confirm that for our listeners. I'll probably uh, look, put it, it in be... the same boat as um... <laughs> Minecraft. Mine... Yeah. Minecraft Dungeons. I nearly said Minesweeper then, but Minesweeper is better than them. I was about to say I like that game. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. So yeah. it's, all they've come out with is the new name, so it's called New Horizons for Animal Crossing. Um, it should be coming out hopefully March 20th. Really don't care if it doesn't come out at all. I'm not really an Animal Crossing fan. There was a lot of hype for it Animal was. Crossing. I've never played it, so I don't know. But no. just to Kitty. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, it's one of them games where I see, like, proper adults fully getting into it, and I'm just like, oh, like, we get ridiculed for playing Pokemon and stuff like yeah. that. But that, that's... <laughs> But uh, I cool. don't know. I Yeah, I feel like that is an adult's game. Like Animal Crossing, forgive me for my ignorance. Um, if anyone's listening and they just don't uh, agree, make sure you write on our post because, yeah, sell it to me. Have stared at it for however many years and I will never buy it. Which are three? I, I thought there was one when they talked about this a little while ago and the, like, not the graphical owner... Pretty much a spokesman for Nintendo Switch said, oh, we'll have to relook at our um, the, the capacity of our hardware. Pretty much saying the Switch would struggle to run Witcher 3. But then now they've brought it, but I read something today, it'll, it'll run at 540p in hands-free mode. Like The yeah. graphics, look, the game is playable, um, but the graphics does definitely take a hit. So playing on the Xbox or the PlayStation, it'll show. Yeah, one of the one of the biggest things for Witcher Three. It's a beautiful game. I just there are other games out there that I will easily sell. I'll downgrade the graphics easily for the story play. 
this game is one where just play it on the PS4 or the Xbox. Done. Just yeah. play, play it beautiful and with a good story, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like this is a game where I'm like, oh, it's out on Switch, can't wait to play it in 540p, 30 frames a second. Look, I probably would buy it for that reason because I'm out and about. I can't have access to the PlayStation or the Xbox. Yeah, you do have a hit with the graphics, but, again, it's one of those big stories, The Witcher, anyway, so it's a massive game. So you do you do need to spend a lot of hours. So I reckon that would be a way to do it. Yeah, yeah, true. I don't know. I just I don't feel like it's a game that I'll um I'll revisit on on a portable console pretty much. So the Nintendo also confirmed that with Pokemon Sword and Shield, it will work with the Pokeball Plus. So you I, can take your Pokemon with you. I I hope they've fixed it by then it wasn't the perfect it was good for the controller happy days loved it felt comfortable in the hand using one hand thumb poke and finger it was good i loved that side of things but when it came to catching the pokemon sometimes i had it on point i knew exactly how to throw it and then some other times a ball just went flying off into the corner of the screen and i'd barely even moved uh, so I just sometimes it just wasn't synced as well as I would have liked it to be. Have you ever thought maybe it could have been the user rather than the ball? Well, people were taking them back. People, oh, really? There, there was such high refunds of that that, yeah, it, it was to the point where I read on Reddit and everything like that, there was challenges of whether they should actually recall them. They had so many complaints of... Um, poor uh lineups like even a lot of reviews i read at the start that was the number one bad thing about it was bob terrible calibration with screen see i didn't have an issue i don't know maybe because yeah i don't know why but i i never had an issue with playing it on the screen with the ball if i had the two in like i'd take my maybe um, i'm that good (laughs) no i'll I'll pass (laughs) maybe i'm not that good yeah, I, I, I like the idea. I used to like walking around with my Eevee in my pocket. Did you I actually just, take it anywhere? Yeah, yeah, I used to have him hanging on the side of my jeans, even when I was at work. I'd just have him walking around. I had him on loud so he could talk. People used to have a, a big laugh about it. And, I was going to uh, say, how did you not get bashed? <laughs> well, let's face it, I'm a professional Muay Thai fighter, amateur MMA fighter. <laughs> so... If they oh, do, no. if they, that's what all the guys at my work used to laugh about. They're like, you were, you were fighting professionally over in Thailand, and now you're walking around with a pokeball strapped to your hip. Which one is it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which one is it? That's it. The other game that I really wanted to talk about is Link's Awakening. So they, they've added massive news for this, which, I, look, I'm not a Mario Maker fan, really, but they're actually making a Dungeon Maker for Zelda. So really they're just swapping out the Mario stuff and just putting in the Zelda stuff. Look, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, but no, you can fish, you can play the game. It looks fantastic. Um, I really can't wait for it to come out. And it should be coming out on September 20. And that is... The week of my birthday, so I'll be pre-ordering that for myself. Happy birthday, 
Mr. Steve. I, I think that's so corny. But anyway, yeah, cool, mate. Um, no chance I'm buying it for you, so just keep that dream alive. Yeah, but no, nah, it definitely doesn't look might good. might be why I dropped the hint, mate. I'll buy it for myself. Yeah. I don't share. But no, so there's that. And I think I think that was it. I'm a, I'm a massive Zelda fan. I've mentioned Link's Awakening. Was there anything else? No, nah, that's it. Move on. All right, let's shut it down. No way! <laughs> now, this is actually the biggest game. Zelda, Breath of the Wild, sequel. Breath of the Wind. No Wind, the Wild. <laughs> it's announced and it's coming to the Switch. Da-da! But you know what? There's no release date. <laughs> so, further details will be announced. But the cinematic trailers looks pretty cool. It looks a lot darker, sort of like Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess. It doesn't look like, with the footage they showed, that Ganon's going to be in it, but that might be... Well, who's the guy who gets resurrected? Well, Ganondorf is different. Yeah, Ganondorf. Yeah. I, I saw that. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It, it looks darker, obviously. Yeah. But you get, what, 15 seconds worth of video clip? I... I, I, I nearly know. fell off my chair for the 15 seconds. And that's, uh, the, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. See, there's always a problem. There's no problem. The thing is, the detail that they actually released, I give everything a one-year limit for E3. Like, if they announced it today and it's not released by E3 next year, they should have announced it at E3 next year. That's that's my standpoint on that. I get a little up. Square Enix, obviously, four years ago announced Final Fantasy VII, and that just upset everyone of the fanboys. Like, I hope they didn't drop this just for a pure hype up, so everyone logs on and floods um, all their E3, all, all their direct stream. I don't know. I'll wait. Look, wait. I don't even think a year. I said this originally when it first, when everything happened with E3. They should have a product ready. They're showing us cinematics of these games. They should be ready to be sold. Yes. Before they can go to E3. Or be really close and say, okay, maximum. I don't even think a year. I think six months. Anything over a year, it should be at the next E3. My understanding of what I read the other day on Reddit was I was reading rumours and leaks and everything like that from Nintendo about Zelda. They pretty much had to create that whole entire engine for that Zelda game, the original one. So, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, yes. They had to make the engine for that game. So every man and his dog said there's no way they'll walk past that engine for the next game especially with the Switch with its power at the moment. They might do this one, use that engine to its fullest uh, capabilities, bring this game out by then, maybe Switch 2 is out or Switch Pro, whatever you want to call it, is out and they'll create a stronger engine. But for now, and that's why I believe it's a direct sequel. They can reuse that whole entire engine, reuse all the sprites, all the 3D Whatever they end up doing, whether it's a hundred years in the future again, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. But I think it'll be a hell of a big cut and paste, just obviously expanded upon. Yeah, I think it is too. But it looks really good. But yeah, yeah. 
we're just waiting for the gameplay footage and then we'll go from there. But I don't know. I'm, I'm actually quite excited about it. But I, I wish they would have a date for us because I can't deal without a date. I can't just go, oh, yeah, it's coming. Okay. Final Fantasy was coming in 2015. I'm still yes. waiting. Still waiting till twenty. <laughs> still waiting till twenty twenty. Yeah, so that's five years a bit late. I think there should be some sort of curve on the E three, but I, I reckon Nintendo probably on a whole did really well with E three. Yeah, yeah, they did. I obviously fanboy. I can't go past Square. Square killed it for me. Ubisoft dropped a couple of mobile phone games. I was like, oh. Don't drop them at E3. So, I don't know. I think Nintendo, yeah, they stepped it up. They had a couple of good games. Um, Bethesda or whatever the hell, however the hell you want to pronounce that name. They need I'm to just change that change. name. I reckon they do too. It's just I'm Mr. Mobile. I'm going um. to call it Be- <laughs> Beth- Bethy. Come here, Bethy. <laughs> Bethy. Uh, any yeah, listeners no. from now on, whenever I say Bethy, that's what it is. Look, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we we haven't finished everything. There's still there's still dribs and drabs coming through. We'll do a proper recap at the end of the week. This is day three. We're both obviously about nine hundred and eight coffees deep at this point. Um, three podcasts later, which normally takes three weeks to do, we've done day after day after day. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it from me for tonight. Square Enix number one, Nintendo number two. And I'm not even going to give a rating for number three on. EA, sorry, for number oh, one? EA, number one, to shit in my hands and clap. <laughs> I like how we're carrying that forward day by day. That's good. That's a, that's a day that's by the, day. Being nostalgia for the clap and the shit. <laughs> I, I, actually, I'd put, e, I'd put EA as third. I just never will put them anywhere higher up in my ranks until they win, they win me back. Like, they... Well, I've got a so, chance with Star Wars, so I really hope they do. Yeah, because... yeah. Undoubtedly. All right. Well, cool. You've forgotten something else, but that's okay. Other than like, subscribe, share, etc., etc., and just remember... Tell your grandma. Tell your grandma if she, if Nana likes to listen, crank up the hearing aids. Yep. Uh, don't, tell her, don't tell her if she's Carol or what was the other name? Oh, Carol and Linda, wasn't it? It's probably changed, but yeah, yeah, I knew Carol was one. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, just stay away from Carols and Lindas and maybe Tracy's. <laughs> uh, you know when that woman comes in with that like bob haircut, it's longer at the front, shorter at the back. It, it instantly says, "I want to talk to your manager." Oh no! No matter what you've done. It could be a perfect meal. She just wants to talk to your manager for no reason. <laughs> okay. Well, look, yeah. Do what Steve says. Don't talk to those people. <laughs> now we're just isolating people. That's really even better, <laughs> isn't it? What's the, what's the reasoning? Their name. Gee. Yeah. yeah. We've got a giveaway at the moment. Ends tomorrow, I think. Thursday. Yeah, it does. No, yeah, Thursday. Tomorrow, um, 3 o'clock, Australian Eastern Standard Time, we will have a winner. $50 EB Games giveaway card. See if you can spend it on some pre-orders from E3. That's one thing I do want to talk about in a podcast. Pre-orders. I love pre-orders. Oh, you are going to upset my friend. <laughs> 
I was already fighting with one today on Facebook. I'm like, yeah. mate, way yeah. too invested. <laughs> there are multitude of things that get them quite upset, but two are uh, pre-orders. I love, I love EA and oh. give me a loot box. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one? Three orders. Oh, <laughs> so I'm doing the, the hat trick, right? One, uh, two, and three. Done. Three orders <laughs> and microtransactions. That upsets them badly. Right? Them on. Get amongst it. The reason why this came about was because I was talking about pre-ordering the Final Fantasy VII Remake solely because it's coming out with the Kai Art cloud on his Daytona bike. It's yeah, it looks pretty cool. $350 American. They don't have a pre-order in Australia yet, but you work that price out. I can buy that figurine anyway off the Square Enix store for $695 Australian. So technically at that price, I'm buying the art and I'm getting the whole game free. Oh, did you see the Final Fantasy VII watches that were announced? There's a white one and a black one. Uh, 77 of each are getting created. They love the number 77, obviously. In the game, it's 7777. You get that, lucky stars, and you, all your stats go through the roof. $3,000 American per watch. Oh, wow, that's in my back pocket right now, especially yep. doing this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, that's <laughs> crop. yeah, they actually, look, the watches did look really good, but I don't know, it's not a smart watch. For I kind of live for $3,000. I have to actually admit, I sat down today and worked out whether I could buy it. I, that's how much of a fanboy I am. We, I was going to message James and say, I've just purchased my most expensive collectible. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> well, there's actually the oh. Sid's Highwind. It goes for nearly $2,000. And there's an Aerith statue of her getting laid to rest in the water, uh, the water temple. And it goes for a couple of thousand dollars now as well. So there are a couple of very, very expensive um, collectibles out there of Final Fantasy VII solely because of their numbers. They, they keep capping them at 7,777. And, of course, that sells so rapidly, and then the price goes up. All right, I think we're done. I think it's uh, 10 done minutes here. too long. So done thank here. you guys for joining us for our special E3 podcast. It's supposed to be based on Nintendo, but Steve has a rant about Final Fantasy. I had to. Um, ah, it was actually two rants, one at the yep. start and one at the end. So, yep. And that would have again. all been done easily except for NBN, Australian NBN. Yes, yes, this is the fourth time trying to record it, so... We'll see how we go. Anyway, guys, it will never be game over. Gamers got a game.